hi guys i know it's been a minute um i think about eternity a lot and i think that's just i think it's part of being wise and i'm gonna tell you why um i don't really i mean i care about what happens you know in this lifetime i do um however i do try to keep an eternal perspective and then when i when i notice that i'm drifting away from my eternal perspective i find myself earthbound i find myself coming down from where i'm seated in heavenly places with christ jesus and i start looking at what's in front of me versus looking at you know things from a much higher perspective right um, so that's how that's how I kind of I kind of recognize when I'm out of the flow of the spirit. That's when I know like, OK, I'm looking at I'm t looking too much at what's in front of me. My my fight, my sight, my uh, focus is on what I can see in front of me. And it's not on my eternal perspective. I'm not you know what I'm saying? I'm walking by sight and not by faith. And I, I truly believe in order to walk by faith and not by sight walking by faith you have to have a spiritual perspective yes but you also have to find your flow in the holy spirit with the holy spirit you know what i'm saying it takes walking in the spirit and living in the spirit to live by faith you can't live by faith no other way you can't live by faith constantly having your focus on things on this earth things that's going on things that's right in front of your face things that you can see because the things that you see it's not there nine times out of ten they're going to pass away. It's not it's not going to go on, go on in eternity. It's not going to go with you into eternity. Right. And so um, it takes part of wisdom. Part of wisdom is knowing that what I the decisions that I make here in this lifetime is going to determine where I spend eternity. So I was laying in my bed the other day and I was just I was talking to God and I was just like, God. I'm going to be with you for eternity, right? This is this 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 right here, all this everything is going to pass away. So, I don't want to get to eternity and be surprised and be shocked. You know, don't get me wrong. We know we don't know everything. When we go into glory, we'll know everything in its entirety, right? We'll know God in his fullness. However, I want to experience as much of him as I can here on this earth that's humanly possible. Whatever is humanly possible for me to experience on this earth when it pertains to God and the things of God, I want to have that. I want to know that. I want to see that in my life. And I don't want to be focused on what what's going on in he, on this earth. And I'm not saying that I want to walk this earth completely oblivious to the world being in a continual dying, fallen state. Um, as if I don't care about what's going on and the people that are being hurt, the people that are being, you know, affected by this constant, continuous, fallen nature of the world. However, I do believe that it's possible to have an eternal perspective. And I do believe it's wise to have an eternal perspective and to say, I know that I, I'm not I, I'm I'm just going to put it like this. Um I am not just making decisions for the moment anymore, if that makes sense. I think I, I live like that for so long. Like I've lived like that for so long where I'll make the decision now, worry about the consequences later. 
right? That's what we do in sin. We, we, we act off, we live off impulse. We make decisions for that moment. Maybe they feel good in that moment. Maybe they don't. And then because it's fun, because it's cool, because it's satisfying and gratifying to the flesh for that moment, you don't really care about what that decision is going to be doing to you a month from now, a year from now, two years from now, a lifetime from now. Okay. You don't really realize that sometimes small decisions, little decisions have lifelong consequences. Sometimes we make choices and these choices are, they have consequences, right? And so I think it's just wise to have an eternal perspective to know that, okay, God, help me to make decisions with an eternal perspective. Because if I'm making a decision and I'm, and it's not in condemnation, it's not, you know, being aware of the law or living by living legalistically. No, I'm saying I want to have enough wisdom to know that what I do in this life is going to affect me for eternity. I'm not, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm just practicing for eternity, really. We should be living as Christians. We should be living our life like that. There's no way we should be sitting up here living any kind of way, reckless, you know, hopeless, depressed, all of that in this life. And then waiting to get to eternity to say, well, that's when I'm going to live for God. That's when I'm going to truly be who God has called me to be when he's equipped us to be that now. And it's just like, I'm not, I don't want any surprises when I get there. I just want to, I just want to get there and be home. Like, I think that's where I'm at now. And it's just like, God, I don't want to, I don't want to get there and praising you and all of this stuff is just new to me. I want to get there and just, and just be home because I've already, I've already had a foretaste of everything that was to come in eternity here on this earth because I live I live for you here. I'm not waiting to live for you. I'm living for you here. I'm not living my life making these temporal decisions and these choices that are going to feel good for the moment and later on I'm pay for them. Make your decisions with an eternal perspective. It could be small decisions. It could be small choices. Asking the, it's, it could be small, like acknowledging him in all of our ways, right? Including him, right? We don't want to include him on every little, we, we think it's just too much. It's too much to include him on every single thing, right? That's, that's what, I, I used to feel that way. It's not too much because when you get to eternity, you're going to be included with him in everything, He's going to be included in everything. So why not include him in everything here? I'm just, I'm just practicing for what is to come. I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be shocked, caught off guard as the word of God says when he comes, when he returns, if I'm still, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm not going to live a long time. I am in Jesus name. i I've been promised long life. However, you know, I'm saying if he don't come back in my lifetime, when he do come back, okay, I'll be raised with him anyway. 
I just I just want us to really I'm not trying to scare you guys into thinking about eternity but I, I just think you guys think about it you should I don't it's not a scary thought for me it's it's wise to think about it, it's really wise to think about to know that the choices that I make now this choice right here before you even with your next decision that you're about to make in your life I encourage you ask God God, am I making the right choice? Am I making the right decision? And wait for his answer. And with this choice, with this decision, am I putting eternity in perspective? Because if I'm not, then I don't need to make it right now. I don't need to make this choice. And so I don't even, I was planning on talking about something else, but as I was laying in my bed and I haven't done a podcast in a while and I was just like, God, I don't know, you know, what do you want me to talk about? And I heard making decisions with eternity in perspective. Put your eternity in perspective. Where will you be spending your eternity? There is hell. I don't think we understand that there is. There is, okay? I'm not preaching that to you guys that, oh, you're going to hell. I'm not saying that and I'm not speaking that over you, but there it does exist. And I just want you guys to know that it exists, okay? It's not, we not, we not, this is not a fairy tale life where everybody goes to heaven. That's not reality. That's not how life is. You can't just make whatever type of choices here on earth and then expect to go to heaven and, and, and not, not accept Jesus, reject him, actually, following all these foreign false religions, new age practices, renouncing Jesus, and, or trying to mix Jesus with new age. Like that's not, no, there, he's the way, the truth, and the life. Any way outside of that, it's not, it's not going, you're not going to make it to the father. You're not going to make it to the father. And I can't, I can't, I can't personally talk you in and convince you into believing that Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life. I would say if you're curious and if you really want to know, God, I need to know if this Jesus is the real, the real, true, only one, only way to you. Because if he is. I need a personal encounter. I need you to, I need a divine revelation of that for myself. And he will, God will give you that. There are so many people out here exploring all these other foreign religions and all of these other, you know, occult practices unnecessarily. Discrediting Jesus when they've never even given him a chance. I know there's a lot of people out here misrepresenting him. I know there's a lot of people out here coming in his name just acting a plum fool, okay? I mean, just scheming, scamming, hurting, all that. I understand that. I get it. I get it. But until you can tell me what Jesus has personally did to you himself that hurt you, you can't, you can't deny him based off of what a person that came in his name did to you. You can, but it's not going to stand. It's not going to stand up before God. It's not. It's not going to stand up before him. Until you can tell me how Jesus himself has wronged you. 
There is no excuse that you can give me as to why you, you reject him. What has he done to you personally? It's like having a problem with somebody. They've never done nothing to you. But you have a problem with them based off something their best friend did. Or based off something that some something that's that someone did who was associated with the person that you don't want nothing to do with. It's the same thing. You have a problem with God because or Jesus because of something that a pastor or something that somebody did that was supposed to represent him. What they've done to you. And now you don't even want him. You just rejected him. You just going off into new age. You're going off into crystals. You're going off into voodoo. You're going off into um, Islamic religions. You're going off into all these different religions. Lost, confused, depressed. Still don't have no hope. And I'm not saying this to bash you or to, you know. I'm not saying this to bash you. Jesus works. He, he works. He works for me. And I'm not saying he's my employee. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, I, I mean, I've never tried no other religions. Okay. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Um, I have, you know, well, when I, before I saved like 19, 18, 19 years old, um, Maybe, yeah, like 18 when I turned 18, you know, I have been to a psychic before. I mean, just weird, just into some weird stuff before God came and he was like, uh, snatched me on up. and was like, you know, <laughs> before I could go into anything deeper in that stuff, like he came in and saved me. So, yes, I have. I'm not going to say I wasn't I haven't been into new age, but I mean, I feel like what was deeper and darker than like psychics and mediums and stuff like that's practically just witchcraft like right and i've had to renounce stuff i've had to you know what i'm saying i've had to just partner with god and being delivered from those things you know that i open myself up to spiritually by dibbling and dabbling in psychics and mediums and all type of stuff before i got saved so mind you this was like maybe 10 11 maybe 12 years ago so, um, I know what it's like to kind of just really be like, and I don't even think, and at that time too, guys, I didn't like really, I didn't, um, not believe in Jesus. Like I wasn't against, like, I wasn't opposed to religion or like to having a, a relationship with Jesus. but this was before I could knew, I knew that I could actually have a relationship with Jesus. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know a relationship. All I knew was going to church, you know, whatever religion, right? I didn't know that you could have a relationship. So before I was searching for something though, I was searching, I was searching for the truth. I was searching for help. I was searching for healing. I was searching for deliverance. I was very broken. Okay. And, and, I was, I was very broken. And so I know sometimes when you are very broken, you tend to search for things that is going to heal, that is going to, you know what I'm saying? That's going to alleviate some of the pain and the brokenness that you're going through. And I'm telling y'all, all it did was scare me. Okay. 
I had so much fear when I came to God. It was ridiculous. Okay. So much fear. So I'm telling you guys that psychic, that medium, that new age, all that stuff, it's not healing you. It's, it's definitely not healing you. It can't give you wisdom. It can't give you direction and instruction. Anything that's God, anything that's holy and pure, you don't have to pay for it. That's what's the awesome, that's the awesome thing about Jesus. And I know sometimes you have these pastors and these prophets that they come in his name and they they asking you for things in exchange for healing and deliverance and a word. But let me tell you something. That's not God. Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. He paid the price. Everything that comes from him is free. It's, it's already free. Only thing it costs you maybe is your life. It's surrenderance. That's it. Surrenderance. And I know sometimes that's the hardest thing to do. But surrenderance. It don't cost you no money. You're going to have to put up your house just to, you know what I'm saying? Just to get a word from God. No. Just to, just, you ain't going to have to, um, you don't have to cast no spells on nobody, your enemies or people that don't like you just to, you know what I'm saying? Because they've hurt you. You ain't gonna have to do all that. Cause let me tell you something. When God frees you that what they did don't even matter anyway. You gonna want to see them people live their best life and while you live in yours in him. And nobody gets hurt. And the, and the enemies and the people that set, your, set themselves up as your enemy, guess what? God deals with them. You don't even have to deal with them. When you, don't you want a life like that? Where you ain't even got to deal? He puts you so above all of that to where you don't even have to deal with that no more. Those are not even your fights no more. They're his. And I'm not saying you're better than them. I'm just saying he puts you above that to where it doesn't, you're not affected by it. You can give it to him and he'll carry it. You can give it to him. He'll deal with it. You can give them to him and he'll deal with them. You ain't got to cast no spells. You ain't got to do no voodoo. You ain't got to, you know, you don't have to do none of that. That stuff is evil and wicked. There is no, it's no, there's no purity. There's no holiness in that. I'm sorry. You guys that want to mix it with Jesus. It's not, you can't do that. You can't mix good and evil, okay? You can't do that. He's holy. He's a holy God. We can't mix. We can't do that. We can't mix new age with Jesus. No. You can't tell me that Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life, and then try to mix new age with him and then say, but these crystals and these incense is going to heal you. No, he, he's the healer, not the incense and the crystals. And for those people that believe that, oh, all religions are the same, all religions are good, all religions are that I believe that that's just a reflection of their mind. That's just a reflection of their life, their life, what their life is like. People that believe that nine times out of 10, they're confused. Nine times out of 10, their life is everywhere. Have you noticed? I, I've noticed that people that say that they be like, well, all religions are good. 
No, there's no one religion that, that you know, all religions, they're, they're welcoming to all. They're, they accept all that stuff into them. And I always see that those are the people that their life is just here, there, and everywhere. Their life is just a mess. Mentally, emotionally unstable, up, down, depressed, suicidal, all that. And I'm not condemning you guys. I'm just letting you guys know that it's not working. Y'all know it's not working. Y'all know it's not working. And um, yeah. I just, um, you can't tell me it's pure and then you got to pay for it. <laughs> you can't tell me it's holy and then you got to, you, you, you know what I'm saying? You got spells that you, to, to kill people and get people back. Like, that's not, how is that? What? How you, you can't tell me it's holy, it's pure and it's harmless when you doing chanting. You know what I'm saying? Making people crazy and stuff. That ain't God. So I don't even know if you, I don't know if you listen to this and you into that type of stuff, get out, ask the Lord for your way out. Okay. Because it's dangerous. You playing with your, your soul. You opening up your spirit man to all these different things that these different religions, these different, you know what I'm saying? Practices, spiritual practices that are, that are dark. And leading you down the path of destruction. Okay. And if you're listening to this, this is a Jesus-based podcast. So, obviously, you know, you want something to do with God. You want something to do with Jesus. You, you're curious. You, the desire to serve him is there. If you're listening to this and you're into those things, stop it. And seek Jesus for that intimate relationship to where you know he is all that you need to make it to the Father. That he is the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way outside of him. Ask him to show you this. You guys reject him without even asking. Like, ask him. I'll be, I'm not going to hell. You know, I'm going I'm to try. I'm going to at least see. Like, okay, let me just see what Jesus is about. Let me just see if this is going to work for me. Show me you real. God, God don't, he don't mind prayers like that. That's, those are real prayers. That's a real prayer for somebody that really want to know him. God, I need to know you for myself. I don't, I don't want to know you based off what Shanika said, based off her experience with you. I need to know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He will reveal that to you personally. And you'll start to see that those other gods, they can't love you. Jesus is the only God that actually loves you i i do believe in that and jesus told his disciples that that the distinguishing factor between us and the world is that we will love so i believe the difference between jesus and all of those other religions is his love for you if you don't ask for nothing else when you want to get to know him and you want to know if he's for real i want to know your love for me that's that when he show you, when he reveal his, when you get a divine revelation of his love for you, that's going to change everything. Because those, you're going to realize those other gods, they couldn't even love you. 
It's a love that you've never known before. Love that your mother and father could even give you. So this love is it's totally different from anything you've ever known. And I believe that's that's the first thing he does when he, when you when you any encounters with him, they're going to tell you his love that his love. I felt the love of God. I, 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 I understood in that moment that God loved me. That's the determining factor. That is the distinguishment between him and all of those other religions and all of those other spiritual practices. Love, his love is unmatched. It's tangible. You'll be able to feel it when he reveals it to you. It's a love that you can experience every day of your life from the moment he reveals it to you. Ask him for a divine revelation of his love for you personally. He'll give it to you. He'll show you.